You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander, he's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston, I'm Jack Dempsey, there's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw, there's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous, my defense is impregnable, and I'm just ferocious. I want your heart, I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hulk's Beat Podcast, Season 7, Episode 5, the Brooklyn Edition. (laughs) The Brooklyn Edition. Uh, Recapping the game tonight, man, with the Hawks and the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, A shootout. A shootout. I would say a Western shootout, but they're in the East Coast, so I guess it was a good old-fashioned East Coast shootout. And the Hawks were on the, on 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 the on the business end of it, but uh, a very entertaining game tonight, man. I will tell you that, man. Brooklyn gets to win one forty-five to one forty-one. We're gonna go into all the usual bells and whistles tonight. We're gonna give you our player of the game. We're gonna tell you our our Fab Five Hawks. We're gonna give you the good, bad, and the ugly. We're gonna recap. We're gonna go over our keys to the game that we tweeted out before the game. Uh, just the whole kit and caboodle, man. So uh, again, thank you for checking us out. Thank you for uh, stumbling onto the podcast. If you stumbled here, uh, we appreciate you. Stick around for a little bit. Uh, we're just going to talk a little bit of Hawks basketball. I'm your man once again, E-Dub, and uh, we invite you, man, connect with us on our social media platforms. Uh, a lot of what we do is on the social media front. We are pushing out a lot of YouTube content, so make sure you subscribe to our YouTube, subscribe to the podcast, and follow us on the Twitters at... I know you're waiting for it. I know you get your pen. At HawksBeat. <laughs> That's all one word. At HawksBeat. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We are greatly appreciated. Um, yeah, man. 145 to 144. And this was just an old-fashioned shootout, man. Uh, and it really came down to one team had Kyrie and KD. 
and one team didn't. <laughs> one team had it, one team didn't. Uh, before we get into the recap and the keys to the game, man, we got to play pay uh, some bills real quick. So uh, here is a quick word from our sponsor, then we're going to get into keys of the game and a brief recap. You listen to the Hawksbeat Podcast, Season 7, Episode 5. I'll be right back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Hawksbeat Podcast. Uh, season seven, episode five, man, we're back Hawks, uh, drop a, drop a doozy to the Brooklyn Nets, man. And this one kind of stings a little bit because you feel like you could have won. Um, Hawks jump out to a, uh, they came out swinging, man. Guns of blazing, uh, scoring 41 points in that first quarter. The only problem is when you score 41, you don't want to give up 38 <laughs> unless you just going to be you just going to be empty in the clip. You know, uh, John and Trey had a very first a very good first first quarter. Actually, everybody shot really well. The shot the Hawks shot 65 percent in that first quarter. John had 11. Trey had eight. Trey had four assists. John had four rebounds. They really came out with aggression that you'd like to see. And let me tell you something, man. This Hawks team is not going to have any problems scoring the basketball this season, man. They're just not. Second half, uh, they, they, they they cooled down just a little bit. Nets actually won that quarter in the second, 29-27. to 27. But uh, it, it was still a very close game. JC and Trey uh, were really cooking. Uh, and Bogey came off the bench. Had about 11 points at halftime. So at the half, you had Trey and JC with 16, Bogey with 11, and uh, Hawks had a one point lead, 68 67. Third quarter, I, I tweeted something uh, <laughs> before the half. I said, uh, let's see if I can remember. I said, DeAndre played well, Bogey played well, Trey and John are cooking. I was like, third quarter, I need to see more from Capella and I need to see more from Cam. I don't know if Cam looked at my timeline during halftime. I was like, all right, bet. <laughs> Third quarter, Cam came out really aggressive, really strong, uh, aggressive on both sides of the ball. And here, here's my take on Cam Reddish so far. Cam Reddish is like somebody driving a Lamborghini but doesn't necessarily know how to drive a stick shift yet. Right? So does that make sense? So the car has so much power. So much potential of just being an amazing car, but he's not quite sure of how to completely drive it. Sometimes he drives and he handles that in the fourth gear. He shifts up, shifts down, and and he really makes it going. And you know what that car can do. But for the time being, he doesn't really understand all the nuances of the car. So uh, your hope is that he continues to grow and that one day uh, you'll see him as a fabulous sports car. But I really enjoyed uh, I thought he had a, a, a strong third quarter. I thought he finished the game much better than he started. Um, but again, Hawks win the third quarter as well. They win the third quarter 36-35. They start the fourth quarter, and, and the game basically came down to this. One team had Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, and one team didn't. Uh, 29 points for KD and Kyrie in that fourth, and it was just too much. It was just too much. I mean, and you can't even say the Hawks weren't even D'ing them up. I mean, Kyrie was just getting the spots, making shots, contested shots. It didn't matter who you had on them. Uh, I tweeted, it would have been nice to have Chris Dunn out there. But you know what, Chris Dunn, he wouldn't have been able to slow him down. 
Like, he would not have been able to slow him down. Kyrie was just that special. And when he got a little tired, KD came in and did some of the lifting. And at the end of the day, that was the difference. 145 to 141. Uh, a lot of points scored tonight, but uh, you know you don't want to you don't want to <clears throat> believe in moral victories. But if you saw this game from the Hawks side, <clears throat> excuse me, if you saw this game from the Hawks side, you really can't be disappointed at their effort. Um, I thought early on if they would have just tightened up the defense, and there was just some little nuances in the fourth quarter that could have separated them uh, from you know. Little things here and there could have said, hey, man, little thing here, a little thing there. And you probably could have walked away with a victory. Um, Coach had about a seven-minute press conference after the game. But I just want to play you a little bit of sound uh, from what he said when he first when he first came on. And I thought it was perfect, Coach Pierce. Hold on. Here's a little sound from Coach Pierce. Kyrie and Kevin started to get hot there in the fourth quarter. But what did you think? Kevin got hot in the fourth quarter. What did you think the biggest difference was down the stretch? Is that it? Kyrie and Kevin got hot in the fourth quarter. (laughs) (laughs) That's basically it, man. Like, I mean, I know you want to ask some more questions. Like, I get it. But, like, that's basically it, y'all. Like, Kevin and Kyrie got hot in the fourth quarter. Like, that was the difference in the game. You could talk about all the nuances about the first three quarters. But when it came down to it, the men said, hey, man. We are not going to lose. So so if you are new to the podcast, each game I give out my keys to the game. And it's just a little something that I do to uh, pregame if I don't go live. Uh, and so we'll revisit these keys real quick. Uh, the first thing I said was they have the Hawks have to empty the clip. I said if you play D like you did against Detroit, uh, you're going to lose by 50. So if you're going to bring luck, luck last to defense, uh, your ass better be balling offensively. And I guess they heard me because the defense was uh, much to be desired at times. But um, they sure they sure was able to score the ball. <laughs> it was able to score the ball at a very high clip, man. 142 points is going to win you a ball game on most nights. But if you're going to score 142 can't give up 146. <laughs> wait, what was it? Wait, was it 146? No, if you're going to score 141, you can't give up 145. I got to be correct with my score. Uh, my second key was you have to neutralize DeAndre Jordan on the boards. Uh, I thought the last game they let Detroit eat a little bit on those offensive boards, but tonight, uh, give the Hawks credit, man. They, they out-rebounded uh, Brooklyn on the offensive end and on the defensive end. Um, I think they they out, they out rebounded them twelve to seven on the offensive boards, and just overall they out rebounded them by like well uh, let me see let me pull it up real quick fifty four to forty so uh, no in, in the offensive board it was seventeen to nine excuse me seventeen to nine so uh, they they was very active and, and, and kudos to those guys because uh, that's with only getting twelve minutes from only getting twenty minutes from Clint Capella now Capella got he got twelve rebounds in that twenty minutes but uh, everybody was in there banging I mean DeAndre was in there banging John had a double double so uh, salute to them the way they attacked the boards tonight uh, last I said you got to make Durant work I said KD is going to eat. Uh, but you got to make him work for his meal. Here's the funny thing. Kevin Durant, 
is so good. He can have a night like he had tonight, which was, what, 33 and 11? <laughs> and you can say that you did a good job on him. <laughs> I mean, my, my, my guy had 30 and, what was, what, was, what was his final box score? 33 and 11. And you look away and you're like, hey, man, we, we played pretty good on him. <laughs> he is that good. Uh, I didn't mention Kyrie, but, you know, Kyrie w- 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 was the man in the fourth quarter. So, I mean, I think you did a decent job on John. I think that Reddish and, and Hunter, this was a good learning experience for them. I'm interested to see how they play on the second game on Friday night. See if they change up anything. I wouldn't change up much. I thought they were physical with them. I thought that they were they made the guys work. It wasn't like Kyrie was just going to the hoop and getting uncontested layups. This man was working. So, uh, salute to those guys. I mean, you just you just got to be a little bit better when it comes to those vets. They understand, okay, this is an important possession. I don't need to jack up a 30-foot three-pointer, you know. Um, Hawks don't understand that quite yet because there was a couple quick shots by Trey. Uh, there was a couple quick shots by Cam. I was like, no, you really don't need that right now. You know, like you're, you're trading buckets under five minutes. You need to get better percentage, move that ball along. And, you know, see what you can do. But, um, you know, it is what it is. Um, What we're going to do on the other side of the break, I'm going to give you my Fab Five, which is my five best Hawks, my five best Hawk players for the night. I'm going to give you the good, the bad, and the ugly, and I'm going to give you my player of the game. But first, another word from one of our sponsors. We'll be right back. This segment is brought to us by Tillman's Trinkets and Things. Custom jewelry shipped quickly to your doorstep. Every piece will be uniquely yours. You can get the Tillman's Trinkets and Things from our website, thehawksbeat.com. Just click on their banner, Tillman's Trinkets and Things. Shout out to our guy, Jonathan. He's done great work. He's made pieces for my daughter, for my son, for myself. Check out the folks over at Tillman's Trinkets and Things. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are back. Hawksweet Podcast, episode five of season seven. Um, let's do this. Let's start with the good and bad and ugly. The good, the bad, and the ugly. And it doesn't necessarily always have to be uh, on the game or about the game. Tonight was something kind of surrounding the game. Tonight, the good for me was one Mr. Vince Carter. Yes, Vince Carter. Vince Carter was on the telecast tonight, and I thought that he was just a really, really good listen. Shout out to Bob, to Bob Rathburn, too, who who tweeted me during the game. <laughs> I was like, yo, man, I like Vince got Kyrie started. Then, Vin, uh, then Bob, who follows me on Twitter, he was like, nah, that wasn't Vince. That was neat. Uh, so yeah, man, shout out to Bob, but shout out to, to Vince. I thought he did a great job tonight. It was awesome hearing the stories that in the relationships that he still has with a lot of these Hawk players, you know, uh, talking about him and Bruno exchanging text messages and, uh, talking about the relationship that he has with bogey. Cause you know, Vince don't play with damn near everybody in the league. But I just thought Vince was a clean listen tonight. I thought he offered great perspective. Um, he was critical. He wasn't critical. He was he was honest. He was honest about Trey in some positions, possessions. He was honest about Cam in some possessions. And uh, I just thought he was a very good listen. I look forward to hearing much more of him. I think he's going to be on for 
maybe five five or uh, five more five more games. So we will see. So the good for me tonight was one, Mr. Vince Carter. The bad. The bad was look, man, you were unable to do anything with Kyrie in the fourth. I mean, and I guess that could have been the ugly, but for me, I just had that as bad. Like you couldn't do nothing with him. Like you couldn't do nothing. Like I and I understand. Like you know, Kyrie was just Kyrie, and I was like, yeah, it would have been nice to have Chris Dunn out there. But you know what, man? Even if you had Chris Dunn out there, Kyrie still would have cooked, man. Sometimes when Kyrie gets in these moments, he's just special. Like he's just special. Like that's what type of player he is, man. And tonight, man, it, it, it was bad for the Hawks. <laughs> it was bad for the Hawks. The ugly, Gallo spraining his ankle. I uh, didn't like to see that, man. I hate to see players dealing with injuries. And Gallo's already, already one of those guys who are kind of prone to injury. So uh, I didn't like seeing that at all, man. Turned his ankle, only played like three minutes. But I think he had like five points. I think he hit a three and a jump or something. But, uh, yeah, man, I don't like to see Gallo hurt. Hopefully it's minor. Hopefully that uh, he'll be able to get some treatment on it tonight and have a rest day and uh, be ready to go on Friday. But we will see. He's not no spring chicken no more, so <laughs> I don't know. So that was the good, the bad, and the ugly. Now, top five, or what I've called my fab five, fab five players of the night, these are the five, uh, the, the the top five performers for the Atlanta Hawks tonight. And uh, start with the point guard, Trey Young, man, thirty points, eleven assists, uh, in thirty-two minutes. I thought Trey was really good. I thought he was poised. I didn't think he took too many terrible shots. Uh, five turnovers, but you know, it when you have eleven assists, I guess five turnovers is kind of par for the course. Thought Trey was good tonight, man. No problems with Trey. It was a plus five. Uh, next up is Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish makes my five. Uh, I thought Cam was really good. He, I, I thought that he finished better than he started. Uh, he had a really good third quarter. I thought he was strong defensively. The second half, that was locked in. Still making some bonehead mistakes as a youngster, but that's just going to come with time. Uh, 20 points for Cam. And uh, I just thought he was—I thought he was really good defensively as well. Uh, DeAndre Hunter, 11 points. Thought he made some big shots. 11 points, eight rebounds for Dre. I thought that was big for him. Two of them offensive. I uh, thought he hit some big three pointers down the stretch. Thing about DeAndre, and I tweeted this during the game. DeAndre made some plays that are not going to show up on the stat sheet. One time. Um, well, one play, one play he got a steal, and that's going to show up. But uh, he 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 gets his hand in the passing lane, leads to a steal. The steal leads to a transition bucket. Brooklyn comes down again. He he gets almost he he gets in the guy's face, almost blocks a shot, and just not. in, in the Hawks get the rebound. So it's like just stuff like that. I thought he was, I thought he was locked in defensively, uh, but when Kyrie's cooking, Kyrie's cooking. You know, so <clears throat> hopefully he learns from that. Uh, the fourth guy I got is John Collins, man. 30 points, 10 rebounds. Uh, he was arguably the Hawks' best player tonight. Um, he was a plus five. I just I thought he shot the ball well. I thought he was aggressive um, on both sides of the ball. I thought he was aggressive on the glass. And um, that's what you like to see with John, man. That is what you like to see with John. And the fifth guy I have is Bogey. 
Bogdan Bogdanovich, man. I thought that he played a – he's really starting to get to his spots now, really starting to shoot the ball. And look, man, ain't nobody was worried about Bogey when he was struggling shooting the ball when he came out the gate. You know that this guy can score. Um, 22 points for him tonight off the bench. 7 for 14 uh, shooting. Six, he hit six threes, 6 for 11 downtown. Um, I just, I just, I just love having him on the squad, man. Like, and the difference is, and and they kind of alluded to that in the press conference. I mean, not in the press conference, but in the game. Um, for once, Trey is able to come back into a game and not have to be down by twelve and fourteen and feel like he has to be freaking Superman. Um, it's nice to have that balance with that second unit. And I don't know how much longer uh, Bogey's going to be coming off that bench or if he's going to start a couple games. But either way, I mean, you're in good hands. You're in good hands because you simply have more talent. So <laughs> player of the game is obvious uh, is John Collins. John Collins for me, 30 points. Again, 10 rebounds, a double-double. 12 for 20 uh, from the field. I thought he was really active. I thought he was the best big man on the floor tonight uh, on both sides. So uh, kudos to you, Mr. Collins. But uh, it just wasn't enough for the Hawks as they learn a critical lesson tonight. And the details of winning a basketball game, uh, especially when you're going up against two superstars in Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. So uh, 145 to 141. These two teams will hook up again on Friday night. Uh, we'll probably, I'm not sure if I'll do a pod that night. If not, I'll probably do one on Saturday. But make sure, make sure that you are tuned in and that you are subscribed to the Hawksbeat Podcast. <laughs> Subscribe to our YouTube and all of that jazz, man. Subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on the Twitters at Hawksbeat. And like we say every time, God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. If you don't know him, you need to find him and show him love. Because that is all he's showing you. L-O-V-E love. We out. Peace. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.